Welcome to Stithocarp episode one. Um, I sure fucking hope you can hear me. Um, this is a podcast play with a title that is a play on a Pokemon. Begins with magic, ends with carp. Anyway, so um, this is episode one. Um, I just wanted to make um, a podcast that was just for people who know me, if you have a minute. Um, this stuff's gonna be pretty raw, uh, or just me kind of talking to myself. So uh, if you are listening, like, willing to listen to this, I appreciate it. Um, the more public show, if you will, is Fandom Roundtable, and that one is more about fandom and more public access compared to this one. Um, so I kindly ask that if you have a link to this podcast that you not share it. Um, not that I'm going to talk shit, but it's not meant for people who um, aren't in my circle. Um, so I would really appreciate it. Um, Alright, moving on. Today's topic is mental health. Yay! So if you are concerned at all with the content warning mental illness, please kindly click out of this podcast episode, or I planned to record more than one so episode, so uh, um, please kindly click on any of the other ones. Um, if I suspect any content warnings, I will notify you beforehand. Um, Again, the content warning is mental illness, um, so if that is a concern at all, please kindly click out of the podcast. If not, let us continue. So, today we're going to talk about, um, and the reason is this episode specifically is for um, just giving knowledge to family and friends of what I am going through some degree because I've never directly admitted all of this at once. Um, so you might know parts of this, you might know all of it depending on what day you um, got me on. Um, I am diagnosed with uh, generalized anxiety disorder or GAD and major depression. Um, I have been diagnosed for three years by a psychologist, like three years ago by a psychologist, they didn't diagnose me like three years in a row. <laughs> and then um, I also highly suspect and I'm looking for treatment and diagnosis to confirm obsessive compulsive disorder, also known as OCD. Um, I don't think I'll be specifying what forms I have today because that's a little personal. There's, um, I do have some subcategories or dis associated disorders, um, because OCD is very unfortunately complex, but I do want to preface this by saying that mental illness is not an excuse for poor behavior. I have and continue, will c unfortunately continue to make mistakes, but I am working on it, seeking treatment, I have workbooks, I have apps, I'm watching my behavior, I will still fuck up. but. I just wanted to let you know that I understand that there aren't excuses and I am trying. 
I wanted to start with that and be upfront about that. Um, so, one important thing that I think is to be said, especially for uh, those of you listening who don't have a mental illness, that um, it varies depending on the person. It varies, like there's a, there's a diagnosis definition, but how it manifests in its severity will, will depend on the person. And um, also that it doesn't go away. There is no cure. The medication and the therapy are there to help um, a patient manage symptoms so that they're able to function in society and the disorder doesn't go away. It does flare. Um, the times I struggled in, at college were because of my disorders, in my opinion. Um, and I'm going to be honest, I almost failed out of school like three times, three separate times. Uh, I don't want to really talk about it in detail, but let me just say that was not fun. So, um, it, it has an insane impact, um, and, um, it's like the word, the very, um, highbrow word I would like to use to describe it in my personal experience. Again, a lot of, like, unless I'm reading a definition or data, um, this, I'm speaking only on personal experience, because I know some of my friends and family have, um, some of the same disorders, and, uh, we're all at different points in treatment and have variant of degrees of symptoms, so I don't want to, like, seem like I'm speaking on everyone's behalf. Um, for me, the word I would use to describe this is debilitating. Um, it makes you doubt everything. It makes you think you're a horrible person. It makes other people think you're a horrible person sometimes. And that's because sometimes, even if you don't want it to happen, when the way that the symptoms manifest, it can hurt people. And I'm still responsible for that. And that's hard. Um, and when it comes to things like this, um, I guess all we can ask for from you, like our loved ones, is just to hear us out when we tell you about it. Um, I don't want it to ever feel like I'm over-dependent on you. So these aren't excuses but explanations. Um, so. Um, through my, I read the definitions in the last podcast, but um, I think I'll just do it again for the sake of um, everything here. Um, so, let's see. I think, sorry, I, I drank soda. I think more than, um, oh my god, I'm gassy. I think more than, um, what is, um, what it, what any of these are, I'm going to, like, highlight the fact that, um, biological processes play a major role in mental disorders, and it's not something, like, um, someone on Reddit was like, I wish I had a light switch to, like, turn this shit off that's how it feels 
you there is no light switch you can dim the light but you can't turn the light off uh so um let's see i'm gonna read it was on harvard health uh so specifically uh for depression this is from the website researchers have learned much about the biology of depression They've identified genes that make individuals more vulnerable to low moods and influence how an individual responds to drug therapy. And science tracks the seat of your emotions to the brain. Certain areas of the brain help regulate mood. Researchers believe that more important than specific levels of specific brain chemicals, nerve cell connections, nerve cell growth, and the functioning of nerve circuits have a major impact on depression. Their understanding of the neurological underpinnings of mood is incomplete. Areas that play a significant role in depression are the amygdala, the thalamus, and the hippocampus. Um, if that's Latin, um, I'm sorry, Magister Drugan. Anyway, <laughs> um, like generalized anxiety disorder is pretty, I think, self-explanatory. Um, it's um, and constant and more severe anxiety that is not necessarily situational, but can be worsened in certain situations. Um, and then OCD, this is the hard one. If I, I, like, I think it would get too personal for me to explain exactly how this manifests for me, um, at least in this moment right now. So um, what I can tell you is to properly define obsessions and compulsions because even I didn't know the difference. Excuse me. This is psychology today. Obsessive compulsive disorder or OCD is a mental disorder in which people experience unwanted and repeated thoughts, feelings, images, or sensations known as obsessions and engage in behaviors or mental acts known as compulsions in response. Often a person with OCD carries out the compulsions to temporarily eliminate or reduce the impact of obsessions and not performing them causes distress. OCD varies in severity, but if left untreated, it can limit one's ability to function at work, school, or home. As OCD is estimated to affect more than 2% of US adults and can be accompanied by other conditions. And the site also provides the DSM-5 diagnostic criteria. Um, I'd like to clarify that I am only formally diagnosed with depression and anxiety, and um, I'm currently seeking treatment and diagnosis for obsessive compulsive disorder. So that's where I'm standing right now. Um, I've had a formal diagnosis for three years, um, and both depression and anxiety were diagnosed by the same psychologist. Um, let me see what else. Um, so. Um, I don't know if I said it already, but the word I would use to describe this is debilitating. Um, it Honestly, it affects every single second of every single day, even when it doesn't seem like it. Um, it's made me act out. It's made me panic. It's made me, like, unable to do anything productive. Um, it's honestly hard to just exist. Like, um, the way I would explain it is it takes twice as much effort to be a normal person. Um, maybe four times as much, because uh, 
I have three of these bad boys. <laughs> so, uh, like, I can't really ask for more than I already have, except that maybe hearing the definitions and just hearing me say it um, was informative in some way. Um, because I guess I just wanted to state that mental illness is very poorly understood in society, um, especially OCD, um, because I, have, I think I've had cleaning compulsions, but that is no longer what my compulsions are about, um, and it changes, it fluctuates. My depression was the one that was worse at a different time in my life. Um, there was a point where the anxiety was the worst one. So it all, like I said, it always goes up and down and up and down and it kind of depends on what's going on in my life at any given moment, but it didn't go away. Um, it clouds your judgment, it really does. Um, and you're basically kind of in a fist fight with yourself at all times. Um, even if I'm ordering ice cream and it looks like there's nothing going on in my brain, brain cell has left the chat. Brain cell is just quaking in the chat. Um, and I, I wish I had something more prolific to say, but I guess I just wanted you to hear it from me that this, this shit is just hashtag suffering. Um, and I wanted to communicate that to you directly. If you have the link to this, that means I care about what you think. And I wanted you to know what was going on with me, at least generally. Um, because especially lately, it's been really bad. And even admitting just what I have and not exactly how it's affected me is still feels like really personal for some reason. So I kindly ask for your understanding. I might not ever tell you all of it because it's honestly like really hard to deal with and to think about. I wish I could, but I also don't want to burden you further. Um, I just ask for your understanding if I'm acting weird or I disappear sometimes because I'm just trying to take care of myself. And you know, like, I'm just going to quote one of my fix because I'm annoying. Um, you don't have to be perfect. You just have to try again and like it's really hard to say like if I could say anything to other mentally ill people or to just you if you're not ill too um that, but there's not really anything deep right now that I feel like saying except, um, 
I just wish like sometimes people could hear me and it wouldn't feel like a burden. That's all. And I hope there's better times ahead and I'm going to keep trying. Um, and if I ever sent you this, I'm grateful to have you for as long as I have you. And you don't really have to do anything else with this. Just, I would want to know that you listened to it. Yeah, that's it. Thanks. <laughs>